Before we start, um, this presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Dr. Alex Lloyd or myself, Johanna Chan, or possibly you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. And so this is a time for you to interact with Alex. Um, he did post a new um, um, video on YouTube this week, and that was the one entitled Dealing with Negativity. So if you have any comments or would like question, to ask questions about that, or anything for that matter, Alex is here for you. So Alex, hello. Hey, Johanna, how are you today? I'm doing great, thank you. Good, good, good. Uh, welcome everyone, uh, when, wherever you're listening from and whenever you're listening from. Uh, we realize most people don't come live because of their schedule. That's fine. That's why we record it and post it. Um, it's, inter it's always interesting to me how people respond to these things. Uh, my son Harry, if you've noticed in our newsletters, he writes what uh, we call a postulate which is basically him saying in about five words what it takes me like 25 or 30 minutes to say. And um, his postulate is always my favorite part of it. But anyway, uh, I'll frequently ask him, hey, what did you think about the teaching? And um, about this teaching, when I asked him a few weeks ago, he said, uh, kind of basic. And... Um, it just amazes me because I've heard from so many people already this week about, oh, I just love the teaching this week, and um, it helped me this way, and it made me think about something in a way I've never thought about it, and, and all of that. So, and, and the lesson to me is just that we're all in different places, and, and um, that's why I try to um, address, you know, uh, some deeper stuff, some lighter stuff, some stuff in the middle. So uh, hopefully there'll be something that's a benefit to everyone or almost everyone. But yeah, the one this week is dealing with negativity. And I think what a lot of people don't ever realize is exactly how their mind and brain and nervous system and their memories work. Uh, most people have heard that everything that's ever happened to them is recorded they know that, so it's in some hard drive or database somewhere. Uh, a lot of people have heard now, because this research has been out for a number of years, that they have uh, memories uh, passed down from their ancestors, uh, which has now been proven, both through the sperm and through the RNA. And um, But they don't really understand kind of how that works. And, and one of the ways it works is that every single memory you, you could theoretically put on a minus 10 to plus 10 negative to positive ratio. So you might have one memory that is a sad memory from your childhood that's say a minus three or four. And then you may have a really happy memory from your childhood that's a plus three or four. And also, you could look at all of your memories and thoughts and feelings, and you have an overall 
minus 10 to plus 10 ratio, where overall, considering all memories, all thoughts, all feelings, including those inherited from past generations, maybe you're a minus 2 or a plus 4 or something like that. But that is really about how it works. And so if your, if your ratio is positive enough, and I would say that's probably anywhere from a negative 2 up to a plus 10, then typically you have fairly positive thoughts and feelings and emotions and your actions are not too extreme uh, and you have a pretty good life. If, you're, if your ratio is negative 3 overall or lower, like to negative 10, then chances are you struggle daily to get through the day, to be joyful, to uh, not have a bunch of addictions and habits and, and things like that. And so really, honestly, every day you should be about the business of um, dumping a bucket of negativity out of yourself and putting a bucket of positivity and love-based things into yourself. And if you, if you do that simple thing, almost like brushing your teeth or washing your hair or doing your laundry or, or whatever it is, then over time, your life is going to get better and better and better. The problem is most people don't think that way. They don't, that, not only do they not do that, that never even occurs to them. They just think, well, I think the way I think. And I feel the way I feel. And that's just it, okay? Well, let me tell you, that is not it. Just like a computer does what you program it to do and the software that you put in it, and if it gets viruses. Uh, this is one thing that's always amazed me, is that people would never go one week with a virus on their computer that was keeping them from doing computer stuff. I mean, they would go nuts if that went on for more than a week. And they'll do whatever they have to do. They'll change their schedule. They'll pay a lot of money. They'll go to a lot of inconvenience. But they will not, but, but, but with themselves and their lives and their heart and their mind and their positivity or negativity in life, they will go decades or even their entire life without ever addressing that one time. And, um, and that is a real tragedy to me. And, and sort of in a nutshell, that's kind of what I've been trying to do for 30 years is help people shift their internal state more and more and more positive. I would call that love-based and away from negative and fear-based. And, uh, and if you need a reason for that, besides what I've already told you, the best one I know is that, uh, according to my good friend, Dr. Carolyn Leaf, who wrote the wonderful bestseller, Who Switched Off Your Brain, we have no mechanisms in us for the negative. Not a single one. Zero. Every mechanism in us is for the positive. And so if you are experiencing negative emotions, negative thoughts, negative feelings, negativity in your body long term, you can be guaranteed 100% of the time 
it is a malfunctioning, or to say it another way, you are malfunctioning, okay? So start treating yourself like you would treat your computer, and keep those viruses off, keep your soft, get the very best software uh, for the things that you want to do, and the life that you want to live, and love, and joy, and peace, and success, and prosperity, and great relationships, and and all of that, and and uh, especially since today, there are so many tools that we have that can change that negativity in a matter of minutes, days, or weeks, where 30, 40 years ago, about the only options took months or years or even never. Nothing will ever change it. So um, that's kind of what this uh, teaching is about, and... Um, so please watch that and uh, to, to get an idea of how you work. And, and, and if you're experiencing something negative, I guarantee you that's why you are. And it can be fixed, okay? We can be restored back to our defaults that we came from the factory. Um, so uh, that's it for me, Johanna. try to, um, to me, to me, um, the spiritual is also the realm of the miraculous. It's the realm of God. It's the realm of, uh, of spirituality. Based on statistics, 97% of all people on earth believe in God or a spiritual reality, which is really amazing because on almost any other belief you can name, the predominant belief is the one that there's the most empirical evidence for. All right? And, and this goes all the way back to Galileo being put in jail for looking through a telescope and suggesting that everything didn't revolve around the earth and, and, and that sort of thing. And, as well as, you know, for centuries the earth was flat until somebody but because it looked flat. The best empirical evidence we have with our eyes is that it looks flat. And no matter how far you drive, you don't seem to be going in a circular curve. It, it's, we know now it's just so gradual that you don't notice it, but you are. Okay? So once we had new empirical evidence, the earth isn't flat, it's round, then the predominant belief changed, and the same with the um, with astronomy. But to me, the natural beliefs, the natural uh, belief would not be love, it would be self-interest. It would be survival of the fittest. And, uh, and that's how, and, and everything on earth works in the natural. I mean, stimulus response, action, reaction, 
karma, you reap what you sow, the law of attraction, gravity, Newton's laws of motion, everything works that way. Everything. There's not one single exception. But then when you get into the realm of, let's say, quantum physics, which uh, still today nobody really perfectly understands, in the realm of quantum physics, there is a postulate that anything is possible. And, the and one of the classic examples, I read this in one scientific paper, is that if you went up in quantum physics, if you went up to a brick wall and kept banging your head against it over and over and over, that one of those times you would go straight through the brick wall with no injury or headache even at all. Okay, and, and that's the realm of quantum phys physics. Anything is possible. Well, to me, the realm of quantum physics and the realm of the spiritual are connected. I, I, I believe that uh, maybe intimately connected. But to me, love violates survival of the fittest and self-interest. Um, one of my really good friends who is... Uh, very, very famous, I think three number one best-selling New York Times books and lectures all over the place and everything. Um, and, and their premise, everything that they do is built on that self-interest is the secret and the key to life. Well, I love that person. They love me. When I see them, I hug them, and, and we kiss each other on the cheek. We stay in each other's homes. We have meals together. But I could not disagree with them more about that tenet. I believe self-interest is, is um, survival of the fittest and natural law, where love is supernatural law. I mean, you get a situation, Marilyn, with love where... A house is burning down, and the woman runs back into the burning house to save the cat, and everyone tries to keep her from going back. Say, no, 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 it's too late. There's no way. If you go back in that house, you'll die. They cannot keep her out of the house. She runs back into that house knowing full well there's a good chance I'm going to die doing this. She does it anyway. Well, Without the love for that cat, you could not force her into the house, okay? And, 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 we've, and we've seen examples of that by the thousands through the years where uh, someone puts their own life in jeopardy for love of another person or an animal or something like that. That is not self-interest. That is love. And love does not make sense in a world of survival of the fittest and self-interest. It doesn't make sense because self-interest and survival of the fittest is to keep myself alive and to always do what is best for me. And, and that's the outcome I'm always looking for. Now, self-interest will try love to see if it gives them something that is really great for them. The difference is they will not commit to it open-ended because if it doesn't work, 
no way they're going to keep doing that because they're they're committed to self-interest. So if they start doing love and love doesn't work and all it yields is pain and suffering, no way are they going to keep it. Well, that's not real love in the first place. That's calling it love but doing self-interest. All right? So to me, that Marilyn, that's the difference. And it might seem, you know, like there's not a lot of difference, but it is... It is the Grand Canyon of difference. It is all the difference. And it's the difference that makes that that makes the difference in your life. And, and whether you really are able to live in real, true love, or you never get there because you're not willing to let go of the self-interest. Right. That's right. Right. Well, and, and, and to me, love means I'm going to commit to do what's best for this other person, whoever is the object of my love, even if it hurts me. Self-interest won't do that. I mean, not unless there's some big payday down the road. I mean, if it's going to hurt me, I, <laughs> no way, man. We're going to find another way. All right.